0: Welcome to The Secret Lives of Chiropractors, where we get personal with chiropractic leaders, mentors, and influential influential entrepreneurs. And when I say personal, I mean really, really personal. So personal that the things that they're going to open up here, like today is a good example of that, they have never shared anywhere else. Um, So today I had Dr. Steven Tullius with me, and um, while I knew him from before, it was so fun to learn more about him, about his childhood, his struggle as he transitioned identities from a chiropractor to a marketer. We talk a a little bit about the judgment that exists in our profession uh, when it comes down to this kind of stuff. You're going to have to listen all the way to the end because he has the funniest story about how he may have been involved with ufos so don't miss out on that one um, one of my favorite questions to ask uh, typically of guests is um, what advice would you give to your younger self and you're gonna hear steve's um answer uh in this episode and, and also of course others but um the answer the most common answer that they give i may or may not i won't tell you what it is but Um, the, the, The answer that they give it is it makes you think, what if you were able to tap into the older, wiser, more experienced version of yourself? What if you were able to tap into that? And what if you could ask that question, whatever questions you wanna ask, like what would you do differently? Or um, what do I need to tap into? What do I need to do to um, do or focus on or, or pay more attention to? And um, what if you were tap, able to tap into that older, wiser, more experienced version of yourself and then apply that to your life. Um, I recently did a session inside of Elevate Club on accessing your higher self and tapping into the version of yourself where you have all the answers. That version that is older, wiser, maybe not older, maybe it's like just a newer, <laughs> better version of yourself who's wiser, more experienced um, and has all the answers because we all know all the answers are inside of you. You do have to pay attention to to get those. Anyways, if you're not part of Elevate Club, you can join it and you can watch the session. Um, I'm sure the link is in here somewhere, but it's www.elevate.me and it's spelled E-L-I-V-A-T-E. And uh, I know you're going to love today's episode. You're going to love Steve. So be sure to subscribe, engage, share all the things. And uh, I will, you'll hear me on the next episode. All right. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to The Secret Lives of Chiropractors, where we get a little bit personal, and we have some juicy conversations about these chiropractors who are leaders and entrepreneurs in our profession. And today, I have one of my favorite people, Dr. Steve Tullius, and he is all about workshops. He's given over 300 workshops in his career and has helped uh, other chiropractors give over 5,000 workshops just in the past seven years. So he um, is your go-to person when it comes down to workshops and the best ways to build your dream practice with high-quality patients, as well as the nuts and bolts of selecting your topics, structuring your content, and most importantly, how you can move a room into the close, that next step for them to, to work with you. So I am super excited to get a little bit personal um, with Dr. Steve today. So welcome to the show.
1: Thank you, Nona. It's great to be here. I, I, I love the concept of this show, so uh, I'm, I'm all in.
0: Awesome. So, well, let's dive right into it. This is a question I have asked you before, but I would love for you to even dive a little bit deeper and um, share with our audience what were you like when you were a little kid and what was childhood like and how that dynamic, whatever that looked like, has shaped you into who you are today and what you do today.
1: Yeah. So I'm I'm the youngest of four. Um, I have uh, two older brothers and an older sister. She's 10 years older. She's the oldest. Uh, So she was protecting me from uh, my two older brothers uh, constantly. Um, Now, they were were good uh, brothers. But, um, you know, as the youngest, I, um, you know, I was the baby. So, and I also, so I I always observed things. I I always uh, observed to see like how how to get uh, what I wanted. (laughs) Um, I learned early on how to do that um, just by observing people's behaviors and things. I, I remember that from an early age. Um, I'm a Leo, um, that definitely impacts. I, I, I believe a lot that says a lot about me. I, um, I, um, like being right. Um, I hate being wrong. I love winning. Um, what's that?
0: Are those Leo things like wanting to be right and?
1: Um, yeah, those are pretty. Yeah, uh, very, yeah. Leos tend to be pretty into themselves, um, but I've tempered that over the years um, with you know, being a you know a, a, a doctor and serving others, right? So, um, but but growing up, I um, you know I grew up in a uh, uh, middle income family. Um, parents uh, very religious, uh, Catholic upbringing. I went to public high uh, school, but then ended up going to Catholic high school. Um, I loved and excelled at sports. Um, that was a big thing along with academics and, um, and, uh, yeah, so that that they, to my parents really taught me uh, a lot about social justice. That was a huge part of, you know, a huge part of upbringing lots of uh, money given to charity or, or, or working with charitable foundations, um, so the, I think that really influenced me in terms of wanting to kind of fight for the underdog, you know, being a chiropractor, we were naturally always, you know, fighting for the underdog. We are underdogs, um, as well. Um, and I don't mind that position. I, I like, um, I like a good fight, um,
0: I like to win. So that's a win, win, win.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So all, all those things really, um, shaped and developed, um, you know, who I am today.
0: Yeah, that's pretty cool. And so, I'm curious if there's like a funny story about you that your family tells, at, like over the holidays, or what's a funny story about you, either from your childhood or even as an adult or adolescent.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, well, there's one time, and I don't know what happened. I can I can tell you this: I wasn't drinking.
0: I was just. Um, I do ask. I do
1: know that. Okay. Um, although my parents thought I I was, um, I must've been about, oh, probably 20 or 21. Um, I was out with some friends. I came home and, uh, as I said, I I hadn't been drinking that night. Um, and the next thing I know, I'm, I went to bed next thing. I know I'm, I'm outside, um, in my underwear with my hand on the doorknob, um, trying to open the door. Wait,
0: from the outside, just so I'm
1: from the outside.
0: Outside, you're in your underwear and you're about to open the door to go inside. I'm
1: I'm trying to, but it's locked. Okay. Um, and it took me a while. I was I was totally just like discombobulated. I didn't know what the heck was going on. And finally, you know, I just like came to and was like, oh like okay. And I start I look go to my bedroom window to see if it's Uh, you know, open so I could crawl in through the window. So I don't have to wake up my parents, Um, but it was locked as well. So I had to, uh, you know, I'm contemplating, like, how am I going to explain this to my parents? Like, Uh, so finally I knock on their bedroom window. They let me in. um, And they, you know, I I don't even remember really explaining much at all, but I do remember this. I went to the back door to, um, to just check, like, see what, had happened and it was dead bolted from the inside so I'm not, i don't know i don't know what happened I mean,
0: um, like a ufo abduction from your bedroom to the outside
1: uh you know i i have no recollection um i don't know what happened um an intuitive told me that um so you know and i'm not saying I believe this but an intuitive said that i um the, there was an attempted abduction, but I fought it off and, and wasn't uh, actually taken. So for what it's worth, um, that's that's the um, odd story from my past.
0: That is so cool. <laughs> so just so we're clear, you like there was there was no way you would have gotten out of your bedroom like and you don't sleepwalk. Do you sleepwalk?
1: I've never sleptwalk in my life. Um, you know, no one's ever seen me sleepwalk. Nothing. And uh you
0: don't walk in your sleep, you don't no,
1: you know, no, no I don't, like no, that. there's a, I mean a rare, rare occasion where I've said something in my sleep, but not, not often. A, no one's ever seen me sleepwalk before. Um, and yeah, that that uh, that lock was deadbolted.
0: Wow, that's that's a really good story. <laughs> that's that's awesome. I love that. So um my guess would be that you did get abducted. I totally believe in UFOs. I've seen some, as a matter of fact, I went to a whole conference about UFOs, so I'm totally into this.
1: Interesting.
0: Yeah, so I, I 100% believe it. Anyways, <laughs> moving on from this. Um, well,
1: you but you weren't expecting that, right?
0: Yeah, I know, exactly. I was like, usually it's like some funny thing you did when you were a kid, so I love these stories. Um, what about your day? Like, what does your day look like? Run us through like a day in a life of Steve, um, starting with your morning routine. If you have one, like what time do you wake up and then run me through like a typical day? What does that look like for you?
1: Sure. Yeah. I, I typically wake up at, um, between 6:30, um, six maybe seven. Sometimes I, I'm not, I'm not a hard stickler on, on that time. I like to wake up naturally. Um, but then I, I immediately, um, wake, uh, make my bed, um, get on my knees and say some prayers for the day of, um, gratitude and, um, thanks. And, um, then I stretch, get some water typically between 40 to 60 ounces of water, which is what my chiropractor years ago, when I was a teenager, said I should be doing. And I've been doing that religiously since makes a huge wow. difference. Um, and then I uh, walk my dog, and I then go through my calendar and see you know what, and I do it the night before. But I go back to my calendar, see what's on the schedule, make sure that um, you know I'm familiar with my schedule for the day, and, and also the objectives and goals for the day, and then typically get into it after that.
0: Awesome. What kind of dogs do you have?
1: I have one dog. She is a, uh, shepherd mix Elsa. She's, she's, I think one of the smartest dogs on the planet.
0: That's awesome. I yeah. did not have a smartest dog on the planet. I had a Yorkie who recently actually passed away and oh. she's a uh, teacup Yorkie. So she's like this little, but barked, like thought she was a big dog, you know, yeah. those little uh, tiny
1: dogs. Oh, well, I'm sorry that she, he, he lost her.
0: Yeah. It's okay. She had a good life. She had a, she was like a, my first chiropractic baby, not vaccinated, no drugs, ate raw, you know, you know how we are with our right. children and dogs and uh-huh. all that. Very cool. So tell me this. I'm curious what pisses you off. What annoys you? What frustrates you? Oh,
1: uh, lack of common sense. Um, good one being told to do something that's illogical, like the, that just makes no sense. You know, we saw a lot of that in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, let's see what else pisses me off. Um, I'd say, um, like a, a dirty space. You know, I, I like things to be neat and organized for the most part. Uh, I'm not, a, I'm not a crazy neat freak. um, Uh, Rude people, you know, people, oh, people who are rude to like servers, especially, you know, that, that really bothers me, pisses me off. Mm -hmm. Um, What else? Uh, When people, I mean, you know, when it comes back to our profession, when, when I see uh, leaders abuse the profession, you know, for financial or personal gain, um, that's, that's a big one for me. Um, And what else? Yeah, I think that, I mean, I'm sure there's more, but that's a pretty good list there.
0: Yeah, yeah, that is good. Those are really good ones. What about, um, can you think of a time in your life where it was like the lowest point of your life? Um, What was that? What did you go through? How did you handle it? And what did you learn?
1: Yeah, I got, uh, you know, a and I've, sh- i shared this before on, on various chiropractic stages. So if people have heard me speak. It's, it's not a new story, but, um, yeah, uh, those who know me know that my son ha- has had some pretty massive, um, challenges with an autoimmune encephalitis known as pandas or pans. And, um, it was, it was hell for years, you know, just trying to understand what it was. We didn't know what it was for years. And, um, the, the symptoms of it are, you know, it just, it just ravages um, an individual. And so um, came back from what was, you know, probably the biggest ups, you know, in my life, which was traveling around the world for nine months, you know, most of it, he got sick on the trip and that, you know, shifted things. Um, but we came back from that trip um, with nothing, like no home, no car, practically no money in our bank account and having a very ill child while trying to start a practice um, on a shoestring budget. And um, I'll never forget when, you know, the finances were so, so tight, right? Where I found myself uh, picking Uh, mandarin oranges off of my landlord we lived in and we lived in a small little granny unit in in a granny's she was this old sweet lady that that actually rented this place to us um and picking the oranges off of her tree so that you know that was what i was eating so that my family could have more right and uh you know that was the you know i've always been a very very like happy person i i can't think of many times where I've ever felt like what people would call like true depression i I mean I've been sad at various points, but man that was at that point in my life I understood why people end up you know harming themselves and it, it was the lowest point now what did I do um I relied upon um, my extreme um Uh, principles of hard work determination fighting through whatever is presented in front of me Um, and just put my nose to the grind and uh, worked two different you know continue to build my practice while also building a web uh, business that I had been uh, building so up working till you know 2 4 a.m doing that and building a practice and and within, you know, a few months, probably six, six months, you know, out of that and in a new place and, you know, money was just no longer, you know, the the major issue that it was. So, yeah, it was a pretty intense um, time in my life for sure.
0: That that is intense. And I've personally experienced something similar to that where, um, when I, it's not about me, but I did experience a a similar situation where I, when I first moved from Iran to the United States, we went from being like middle upper-class family to all of a sudden experiencing like just pure poverty where like the four of us are living in this tiny little home and just kind of like you, like we had to do fast food and share and whatever, just so that we could And, and I think that a lot of times, and that's why I asked this question is it's so powerful that to go through something like that, there's lessons to be learned and there's ways that you deal with it. And sometimes the ways that you deal with a crisis like that is the way that you do life in general, which happens to be, uh, working for you, right? Like you, you win as a result of that. So, um, Speaking of all of that, do you feel like generally speaking, you have you still like overcoming that? And I know so much more in your life because you've accomplished so much in your life as well. Do you feel like you still have days where you have self doubt?
1: Um, Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I um uh, you know, I, like you, I, I coach a lot of chiropractors and and um, realize that, you know, living beliefs are really the thing that stops everyone from really living the life of their dreams and, and accomplishing so much. And, um, you know, just recently at, at various seminars, I was reflecting on, OK, well, what what parts are still present in me? Right. You know, I. You know, sometimes we might think that we've, we've conquered something when there's still elements of it. In fact, you know, I went from, I, especially if we try something new too, like I went from, you know, being very successful, accomplished as a chiropractor, amazing certainty there. But then when I, you know, went transition rolls into being a marketer and, and, you know, there was elements of, um, uh, imposter syndrome, you know, of, um, you know, not having the same certainty in communication yeah. to be able to sell, you know, that versus yeah. selling chiropractic. So I've, <laughs> excuse me, I find that I think when people go through these stages, like if, when they think that they may have conquered something, but there's still elements of it. So yeah, I, I've definitely been exploring that even um, today, like, and I posted, um, Pacha Hornaday who, and she's not a chiropractor, but she'd be a great guest on this. She, she, she knows the chiropractic profession in and out. Um, she's a branding specialist and she posted, you know, what are you afraid of? And I posted that, um, you know, I still have, I have fear of failure, you know, mm-hmm. I, there's, um, especially with new and big projects. So, so then I, tend to do what a lot of people do is procrastinate, right? And not do the thing, even though that one thing, you know, I have all kinds of evidence that it's going to be successful based upon past experience. Right. So, um, so yeah, I am very okay with sharing that with people. And I think that's one of the keys to um one, uh getting over ourselves, but giving other people permission to see that um we all share the same stories like we all have this stuff um and i, I think it's good for us to put our stories out there um yeah. so we can all see and, and kind of even laugh at them and, and be like yeah why are we doing that <laughs> you wow. know um as yeah, i think it's like, part of the human experience
0: yeah why are we doing that as humans like <laughs> uh, this entire race of consciousness right and you brought up such a good point uh two things. One is to share so that there's permission to other people so that they feel connected, right? Like that's how you create connection is in the vulnerability of the stories that we've experienced, which is part of why I started this show, the secret lives of chiropractors. I want, I want to get to know chiropractors at a deeper level, create more connected experiences. And, um, The other piece that you mentioned, which I think is, it's huge in our profession, because I experienced this loss of identity, even though I'm still a chiropractor, but I went from being a chiropractor, selling my practice, and then transitioning into consulting and creating the mastermind. So I remember that year was pretty tough. And there's this unspoken, I don't know if you felt this, but like unspoken rule of once you're a chiropractor, you always have to be a chiropractor. And, and if you do um, step away from that role and you step into something else that you might be passionate about, or it's just your path has changed and you want to do that. Some chiropractors get out get out because of pain or different life circumstances. There's this underlying like guilt factor that mm-hmm. I don't know if it's internal or if it's probably both, like, you know, did yeah. you experience that? I-
1: Oh, yeah, I definitely experienced that. Um, you know, I, I experienced the well, one, you know, the um, the fear of, OK, what are my colleagues going to think? Right. And I think there is actual levels of that out there, which creates the you know, the, that perception. Right. You know, when um, you know, because people say, oh, well, they're not even practicing. Right. You know, that's a, a common um you know, statement. So I definitely experienced that. I felt the guilt of stepping out away from this thing where I could be helping people physically, like with my hands. You know, I I, I even still I don't necessarily feel guilty. I don't feel guilty anymore, but I I do want to get back into it at this point. You know, not full time, but but to to grow practices and have a training center for associates and things like that. And, and to be one-on-one with people, I still, I am ready to get back and do some of that. Um, excuse me, but yeah, definitely. Um, we, there is this unspoken rule that once you're a chiropractor, that's all you can do. Right. And the reality is, is, is that, um, you know, so many of us, we get lost, we lose ourselves in the identity of a chiropractor too. Yeah. And, um, and that's been modeled to us, right. You know um, that that's what we should do um, at the expense many times of ourselves and our families and, in our own personal health too. Like I, um, I, this, this um, week I've been scheduling multiple appointments just today with an acupuncturist and, um, um, I'm going to get some soft tissue work done. Like there's all sorts of things I was putting off for years because, um, I was taking care of everybody else. And so I think it's important for all of us to be humans and recognize we can't have other hobbies and, or other professions, or we don't have to do this thing. Um, we should want to do it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, um, I am, I'm thinking like knowing what you know now, like, especially as like the lack of self-care as a chiropractor, the things that you've learned along the way, the the highs and lows of practice or the highs and lows of life. What advice would you give to your, uh, to yourself when you were a new chiropractor, like as you embarked upon, all right, I'm going to start my practice, your very first practice.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, I probably would go a little bit further back into college and and say experience as many different offices as possible, as many different seminars as possible. I did the opposite (laughs) of that. Um, as a young chiropractor, I would say, you know, um, question everything you think you know about chiropractic, um, uh, learn from as many mentors. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Mm -hmm. um, you know, explore different practice styles and models. Um, don't, don't be in network with insurance. Um, (laughs) what else, um, uh, be, you know, don't try to be a um, persona of a doctor or chiropractor or whatever, right. Just, you know, be true to yourself and be authentic. Um, instead I, I found myself being a chameleon in the early stages, right. To change who I was to try to meet the, what I thought the patient wanted to hear or for them, for me to be. Um, but that's, that's not, you know, that's, that's a recipe for, uh, just draining yourself and and not actually attracting people who want what you deliver. So, wow. um, and then finally, um, you know, that you can um, you don't have to sacrifice. Um, you know, it doesn't have to be a sacrifice. You know, you can, you can have, you can have it all now. Okay. That doesn't mean it doesn't require hard work, um, but you can, you can have, you can take care of yourself. You can take care of others. You can take care of your family. You can have abundance financially. You can have all those things without having to um, sacrifice, um, friends, time, family, hobbies, all those different things.
0: Yeah. And that's such a good one. And the last few people that I've interviewed and asked this question, they all kind of, um, there are some commonalities in what they would, they would tell their younger self when they were a young chiropractor. And one of the common themes is some version of loosen up, like have fun. You can have it all. Like it's, you don't have to be in the grind. Like you said, it takes some level of hard work, but you don't have to kill yourself and like have this lack of balance or one sided thing in which you burn out from. So that's, that's definitely been a common theme here. All right. So I've got some um, sort of fast questions that I will ask you. Okay. Um, Steve, do you have a childhood? Did you have a childhood nickname?
1: Um, in high school? Yes.
0: What was it?
1: Uh, t- it's Tool Hog.
0: Okay. Tell, tell us. about. It. This is not going to be quick. Tell us about it.
1: <laughs> well, it has uh, various meanings. Um, I played football. I was an offensive lineman, and linemen were known as hogs, or is it offensive linemen known as hogs, whereas defensive linemen are known as dogs? And uh, Snoop Dogg was also very popular in uh, that era. So, um, and my last name is Tullius, so hence Tulhog, H O G G. I
0: love <laughs> that's awesome um steve what kind of car do you drive
1: i f- i drive a ford fusion
0: oh okay i wouldn't have guessed that one and um let's see what kind of student were you like what, what A, kind a- of F student yeah
1: um a a plus, um, a plus? For the most part, yeah over 4.0
0: no way were you
1: yeah, in high school. Once I once I was in college, I I am a pragmatist. Once I knew I was outside of that, it no longer mattered what yeah. my grade was. So then and at that point, probably B's mostly. A's uh, and B's.
0: That's still pretty good. Um, what was your first job?
1: Well, um, if Miss Goodhouse, my neighbor accounts, it was watering her lawn. Um, but after that, it was uh, working as a uh, bouncer security uh, at nightclubs.
0: Uh, when you were in college? yep, yeah. that sounds like a killer job when you're in college. yeah
1: it, it was it was fun um for a while, and then i I moved up in the security world and I became a bodyguard for Kevin Costner.
0: No way. yeah. really? I did. That's awesome. <laughs>
1: That was great. I was it was during chiropractic college. I I worked from 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. So I spent the time studying. I didn't have I, nothing really ever happened there. So but it, yeah. it was cool. I got to meet a lot of cool people.
0: That's incredible. I used to promote for clubs in um San Francisco in the Bay Area. Nice. But no cool clients like Kevin. Um where do you grocery shop?
1: Um I use Instacart.
0: <laughs> you, i was gonna ask you who does your grocery shopping
1: yeah i use instacart i've saved 61 hours so far in the last few months here
0: we um, saved 61 hours does it, it tell you
1: it, it tells you on the app Yeah.
0: wow yeah. so Imagine that how much money is that because like per hour for an average even chiropractor not asking how much money you make yeah. but average chiropractor per hour 61 hours and what time chunk in what period?
1: Um, that would be. I think that's in a like eight month period.
0: Wow! Look at yeah. that. I feel like gosh. Yeah.
1: I, I, I go. I go occasionally more now, just to get out and you know be more social. But um,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah, and we go. And if I go, I go to Sprouts or here in Texas we have H E B, um, which is very. It's a big chain.
0: Okay, gotcha. and then last question, who is your who's had the biggest influence most amount of influence in your life?
1: biggest influence that's a tough one um, biggest influence I'd say you know probably my son um because it's his, those challenges have given me lots of lessons and and helped temper parts of me that not the, you know, the most positive or beneficial, um, and strengthen other areas that, um, we're already, you know, pretty strong. So, um, on that side I'd say, I'd say my son, and he continues to teach me all the time.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but if it weren't him, I'd say Jack Borla just cause he's my uh, dearest friend. And, um, uh, If I have a question, he's he's my counsel. I'll I'll go to Jack if I have um, anything I need to uh, ask uh, about the direction of my personal life or even the profession, if I'm not sure.
0: Yeah, he's he's a good one. We'll have to tag him in this. Absolutely. (laughs) His ears are buzzing. All right. Really, really cool. So let's, um, let's do this. Can you share with us what's exciting and what's coming up for you? Like, what are you working on and then how people can uh, get in touch with you or learn more about what you're doing?
1: Yeah. So I'm excited about a couple of things. I, we have weightless workshops is going to be doing our first live event in Austin, Texas, um, September 30th, October one. Um, it's going to be fantastic. Um, opportunity to really learn the ins and outs of public speaking, g- delivering a close selling um, webinars, workshops. Um, we're gonna have some great lineup of speakers there, so I'm excited about that. And it's a little scary, you know, doing the first live event like that. Um, and then uh, we're so and we're branching out to other professions too. So we're we're gonna be outside the chiropractic space as well. And then on the practice side, um, I am about to get my license here in Texas and, um, want to open a chain of practices here, um, to, to really, um, get a, uh, complete system down where we can bring in, you know, and train associates, pay them well, and, and have, um, a model that's very sustainable for the profession too. So I'm very excited about that. And the best way to get in touch with me is through Facebook uh, Facebook messenger, uh, it's probably highly responsive there. So, um, if if you're not already friends, anyone listening is not friends with me, send me a friend request, um, hit me up there. I'm getting better with Instagram. So if you send me a message there, I'll see it now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I've been tagging you in there. So you're getting, you are getting better at it.
1: Yes. You, you, you've, you've been helping me to learn, learn the ins and outs of Instagram.
0: Yeah. Awesome. And so thank you so much for being here and giving me, giving me your time today and we'll whatever link you have, whether it's your Instagram or any of your pages, your event, that's coming up, we can stick that in the show notes here. And so everybody has access to it. Um, thank you again so much. I know you're busy and you gave me this time. So totally appreciate it. It was really nice to get to know you and nicknames and <laughs> grocery shop and everything else.
1: Well, thank, thank you, Nana. I, I enjoyed um, it uh, immensely and uh, looking forward to hearing the other um, podcasts you do with other uh, chiropractors because this is a really uh, fun um, experience and I look forward to learning more about uh, others too.
0: Awesome. Thank you. All right, All right. Thanks everyone for watching and listening and uh, we'll see you on the next episode. I hope you enjoyed this episode and got some applicable nuggets to quantum leap your life and your practice. Be sure to subscribe to this channel and be the first to know when we release our next guest here on Secret Lives of Chiropractors. Also, don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Nona Javid, D J A V I D, to keep up with my not so secret life. And um, check out Elevate Club at www.elevate.me. And Elevate is spelled E-L-I-V-A-T-E. We'll see you at the next episode.